Thanks for checking out Chemistry Connections on the Hopewell Valley Student Podcasting Network, a proud partner of HVSPN.com, where students come together to publish content to share with the world. The opinions represented within this episode are those of the content creators only. Please enjoy the show. And welcome to Chemistry Connections. My name is Dominic Jella, and I'm your host for episode number six called Chemistry Behind Vinyl. Today, I will be discussing the history of vinyl records, how they are made, and how the sound is created. Vinyl records have been around for almost a century and still continue to grow in popularity. In the 1930s, they began as a way to share the love of music with one another, and it blossomed into millions of people collecting vinyl records in order to preserve the original sound of music as the world became digitalized. When cassettes, CDs, and MP3s came out, um, many people decided that the age of vinyl had come to an end, and they decided to go fully digital. After decades of digitalized music became the go-to form of music, vinyl saw a resurgence in the late 2010s January of 2017 had the highest number of vinyl records sold in one month since 1991. 2017 marked the 10th consecutive year of vinyl growth, partially thanks to indie rock, the emergence of more record stores, and the novelty of the format. Today, vinyl records continue to grow in popularity. In today's podcast, I will now walk through how vinyl records are made as well as how they are able to produce sound. Vinyl records are made of a chemical compound called polyvinyl chloride or PVC. PVC is considered a plastic due to its malleability and plasticity in its solid state of matter. In PVC, a CH2 molecule is bonded to a CHC molecule through a double bond between the carbons. The intermolecular forces between molecules of PVC include dipole-dipole and London dispersion forces. London dispersion forces occur between all molecules. Dipole-dipole forces occur when a positive end of a molecule is attracted to the negative end of another polar molecule. Since PVC is polar, it is able to produce dipole-dipole forces, but it is unable to perform hydrogen bonds because it does not contain nitrogen, oxygen, or fluorine in the atom. The turntable is able to create sound through a record with the use of energy. When a record spins, it creates sound energy in the form of vibrations that get converted into electrical energy sounds, signals. These signals are fed into electronic amplifiers. Electric amps vibrate and feed the resulting sound into speakers, which amplify it and make it louder. You may be asking yourself, how does this relate to chemistry? Well, you'll see. Those electrical signals are transferred through the internal wiring. The wiring is made of metal, which has free-flowing electrons that actually allow the charge to flow through the amplifiers. Let me explain that. 
The metal used, probably copper, is able to conduct electricity because its properties as a metal and its bonding. Metallic bonding is very important for conducting electricity because of the free electrons involved. Unlike other bonding, metallic bonding does not bond the electrons to the atom. This sea of electrons is able to allow electrical currents to pass through it. Now that the chemistry out of the way, I will show you how I exactly got into vinyl records. The vinyl record first stood out to me while I was in my basement and stumbled upon a collection of them that belonged to my dad. I set out and bought a brand new player and listened to the ones I had found. Ever since then, I have been collecting vinyl to listen to at numerous stores, yard sales, and online. I think it is important to keep vinyl records around because even though times are changing very fast, it's always good to remember the past and keep nostalgic items in your life. Thank you for listening to this episode of Chemistry Connections. For more student-ran podcasts and digital content, make sure that you go visit www.hvspn.com. Thank you.